about dread baby let's talk about you and me <laughs> little baby jesus he loves the squeezes you gotta give hugs to that little baby jesus hello and welcome back thanks for joining us again under the library we have missed a couple episodes in the last month um but Hopefully, stupid conflicts have stopped and we should be back on our regular weekly schedule for the foreseeable future. More importantly, we are all back to a full house tonight. It has been really fun having everybody back so far. Uh, super exciting for a f- super excited for a full house tonight. My name's Arthur. I'm playing Harold Rumsford. Chris is playing Beau Claremont. Emily is playing Florence Potter. Wayne was Quentin, and I assume is going to be someone new tonight. We will find out in a little bit. Rick is Philip Donner. Scott, at least for the time being, is Jakar von... Name I don't remember. And our keeper and the dude what made this world we're playing in, as always, is Michael. Michael, take us away. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Blood on the Rocks is a tabletop horror role-playing game set in the Call of Cthulhu world, and it has themes of horror, including bodily horror, curse words, and, you know, generally mature themes played by immature people. We hope you'll join us, but just keep those things in mind and be warned. Uh, Emily, take us to our recap. That was really smooth. But timed (laughs) Perfectly. <laughs> All right. So, last week we began with Florence dropping Yocker off at the hospital. Yocker is unconscious at this point. Uh, we meet Dr. Goodfellow, who was polite, <laughs> matter of fact, but also I, I wrote obnoxious and aloof. I was really looking for the right word and I just couldn't find it. I love Dr. Him. Goodfellow was a character. He was great. He says the prognosis is bad. I should pray for Yocker. He was very careful to <laughs> take information about uh, Yocker's ability to pay for his services. And I left him in Dr. Goodfellow's care <laughs> to check in back later in the I'm afternoon. Sure although he says it will be days. So Yocker's life hangs in the balance with a good fellow? Yep. <laughs> yes, yes, that's correct. I, I, I wish I was awake so I could take him in hand. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then let's cut back to Gerald's house where Harold, Bo, and Philip flee because the house is falling over. And I'm stopping to read this. Thank you. That's wonderful. All right. Harold grabbed the blender, jumped out the window. Everybody else is out. They decide that it's actually safe enough at this point to go back in and try to rescue Quentin, who's still in the basement. But to go into the basement, there's the worry of animals. So Philip cuts up Gerald's corpse to feed to the animals. Of course. He accidentally calls like it. Do. He he calls it. I won't I won't say it's an accident. I don't know. He calls it food, uh, and pockets some, and Bo notices, and there's oh. an awkward moment. Oh. oh man! But regardless, at this point, Philip takes those pieces of Gerald and makes a meat sock, tying intestines to chunks of oh. flesh. 
and lowers that right down the hatch to try to attract those animals and make oh. sure that it's safe to enter the basement. <laughs> How you doing, Yocker? No, yeah, he doesn't <laughs> feel very good. I need Dr. Goodfellow. <laughs> okay, you're with him. He'll take care of you. Anyway, uh, Bo and Harold climb down. Philip is upstairs with the meat sock. In the basement, there's been a lot of collapse. The right tunnel is totally filled. Uh, the left tunnel, they can see the cages have fallen over. And Bo yells for Quentin and hears a voice respond, but it's not Quentin's voice. It's coming from that center hall. Uh, at this point, Philip has also come down, bringing the intestines and he speaks to the mystery voice and the, the voice sounds disoriented in shock, doesn't know who he, where he is and thinks it's 1941. At the same time, uh, there are no animals visible. The cages seem empty, but Bo sees many prints and a set of wolf prints leads into the collapsed rubble. So back in Deadwood, Florence is visiting her sister, Rose, who is staring out the window as she enters the room, looking at the stars during the day. She says she can't see Florence. There's a darkness around her for the first time. She also saw angels around her nurse. She is not having the best of weeks, it seems. She tells Florence that she should destroy, specifically burn the books. And she stresses that Florence should always wear the pendant, the pendant that Rose gave her. And when Florence touches her, she jerks away, says that they can't, she can't be touched by Florence. And she tells a strange story about how her grandmother, when she was young, gave her Lomava in tea. And there was some chanting almost a ceremony of sorts. And she didn't, she only remembered this memory once she started to see, she said. So this is a memory that came to her recently. It was very traumatic for Florence. Uh, back at the house, Harold and Bo approach this stranger and the man refers to a flashlight, which is also odd. They have torches and Bo tells him it's 1892. He says, by George, we've done it. And at the same time, while Harold and Bo are approaching the stranger, Philip, who held, or yes, who was behind them, heard an alluring sound that called him into the room. He used his flesh bits as earplugs to stave off that. the sound. <laughs> <laughs> and... At the same time, he seems to see his family inside a big hole in the wall inside the large cavernous room. And we closed with Philip rubbing his eyes and smearing blood with flesh in his ears and the call of a dead family. Oh. Are you sorry, sorry you missed Scott? <laughs> oh, that, that recap was a little too graphic. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, but we had a content warning. We did. Yeah, did you hear it? I I need to pay more attention. Yeah, not suitable for some yakers. Yeah. <laughs> You're muted. <laughs> Keep or fail. Stop, 
we're off to a great start. Uh, this episode's going to be so much easier to stomach, Jocker. Don't worry. That, that sounds you really so convincing. Yeah, that didn't sound lying. genuine. What, what, what possible goriness could come of you on an operating table? I mean, let's be real. Mm-hmm. You gotta go. <laughs> no, no, no. Poor Yocker. So, yep. What are we doing, Keeper? Excited to get started. Are Me. we starting in Deadwood or at Gerald's house? Let's start in Deadwood. I want to see what's going on in that operating table. Okay. I want to find yeah, out if I, I got to admit, I'm, I'm curious about that too. Okay. Okay. So, if you do more luck this time, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Fair enough. I shouldn't use luck as my dumb stat. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Goodfellow, now with luck suppositories. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, Florence. So you're walking down the street, uh, really. But I haven't left the sanitarium yet because there was one thing i wanted to do before i left is that okay? oh yeah, yeah yeah. i left rose's room but that's yep. kind of where we stopped the scene okay you tell um, me w- would i know from previous visits from all of the years that she's been here or could i roll to know where the kitchen is yeah that doesn't seem like a really big stretch okay i uh, florence would like to go to the kitchen and Assuming there is someone in there, she's going to ask for tea for Rose. If there is no one in there, she's going to snoop. Ooh. Okay. Uh, make a stealth roll. If you fail it, then there's somebody in there. And if you succeed, you find an empty kitchen. Okay. A stealth roll. Are there circus peanuts in the kitchen? Oh, there's my stealth roll. Okay. There's well, uh, if I snoop, I'll tell you what kitchen. I find. What kind of circus, peanuts, of circus would peanuts would be in the would be in the kitchen? Only Spanglers. That's right. They're the best circus peanuts. The and only we circus know peanuts that, that in matter. the Deadwood Sanitarium, only the best circus peanuts. <laughs> I failed. Okay. Not a, a horrible fail, but a fail all the same. Okay, so uh, you find uh, uh, an older woman with. Uh, kind of graying frazzled hair and she's got a huge wooden spoon over a big old gigantic pot which you could presume she's stewing up a little dinner on the stove okay well then i'll just poke my head in and say excuse me if i could trouble you for a moment my sister rose is up in the, the b wing and now, she just uh... Uh, did, did you get loose? Well, I'm here to visit my sister, Rose. She's up in the B wing. Rosamond uh-huh. Potter. Uh-huh. And who Probably. are you? Well, I'm her sister, Florence. Uh-huh. And are you a resident? Well, no, I'm not. I just came to visit my sister, Rose, today. I come every Thursday. Mm-hmm. I think I might need to call an orderly after you. Well, Rose would really appreciate just a cup of peppermint tea, if you don't mind. She's not feeling very well today. Mm-hmm. You know what doesn't feel well either? My feet. Been standing on them all day long, stirring this pot. Well, if you could just direct me to the tea leaves, I'd be happy to prepare that and take it up to her, save you the trouble. Florence, what you got there for some charm? Let's see you, you, see you roll that charm. Yeah. Love to. 
<laughs> that's a fail. I even have a good charm. So you want some of my tea? Well, my sister, who is a resident here, would like a cup of tea. Uh-huh. And what if we just gave all the residents here whatever they wanted? How well, you suppose that would work? You think well, that worked I would out hope very well? That the residents would be allowed to have some tea. Sundays. Is today Sunday? Today is Thursday, ma'am. Yeah, so it ain't Sunday. On Sundays, we serve the residents tea. Well, what do you do when the residents are feeling sick to their stomachs? We lock the door. Maybe lock them in with a little peppermint tea. You want this job? I'll take your job. You look like you got a nice set of clothes. Well, I mean, I do have a job, but it's not in mm -hmm. Deadwood. It would be pretty inconvenient for you if you could just help me with this. How about I sell you a cup of tea then? You don't seem to be picking up what I'm laying down, so I'll make it a little <laughs> more overt for you. <laughs> well, how much would you be selling that tea for? Oh, I think 50 cents sounds about oh. right. Oh, Lordy. It's a pretty steep cup of tea. Would you like water? I can get you that for a dime. Well, why don't I just go talk to your supervisor? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Karen. <laughs> um, no. um, Karen's of the Wild West. Yeah, Flor <laughs> Florence didn't say that. You don't look... <laughs> You don't look like you got enough hit points to talk to my supervisor, honey. That is fair enough. You have mm -hmm. a good day. Well, Florence is going to leave. Oh. Florence was going to look for signs of Lombava in the tea, wondering if this weird story had a hint of reality to it. I was wondering Rosamund's if you were actually just going not, for tea. Yeah, Rosamond's not worth 50 cents. Geez, uh, the, the pig farmer only charged me a nickel to get into town. Mm. All right. So you headed out of the kitchen? Headed out of the kitchen. All right. Did that uh, kitchen have any windows? <clears throat> it didn't have any windows. You can make a luck roll. Was it on the first floor? I don't even know. Yeah. You know where it is. You tell me where it was. It's on the first floor, damn it. All right, then. Okay. Right by the big bay of windows. You got it. All right. It's yeah, I did not get my luck roll. Wow. This is great. This is these, an awesome these dice. Dice are good. Okay. This is this is a no bones day for your dice. Huh? It is. Yeah, I don't know why I even try on a no bones day. All right. Okay. Um. Yeah, Flor. I guess Florence is gonna leave because Florence doesn't really want to start a fight with a woman with a big wooden spoon. And probably one muscly Popeye arm from constantly <laughs> stirring. Got to go with what the, the dice say. The dice say, fuck you. Right after she killed you, she would just put you in the soup pot and keep stirring. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And then Phil's like. I was, I was about to say, <laughs> did, did Rick just lick his chops? <laughs> I was going to say, Rose is taking a page from the Donner book if she's eating her family. Please, please, Sam, I have some more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, having been stymied at the kitchen, I'm going to head back across town to the hospital to check in on Yocker. Okay. All right. 
So uh, as you make your way out of the sanitarium, tell me what the sh- what you see on the street. Tell me what it looks like to you. Well, this is one of the main streets in the town. So it's kind of rows of like row homes, but buildings yeah. uh, on both sides. And I think probably it's only a couple of blocks from the from the San, uh, from the hospital because it's not that big of a town. And uh, I was wondering if I still feel eyes on me like I did on the way over. Yeah, so uh, make a spot hidden. Okay. Just continuing my awesome rolls for the night. Come on, dice. Oh, okay. Well, I got one on the floor, but the one on the table is an 80. So I guess that was a shit roll. She wrecked it. <laughs> she did. She did wreck it. Well, I I did not get it with an 80-something. I think if I give you enough opportunities, we're going to get a 96 tonight. I'm feeling it. It it seems like that kind of night. Yeah, it does. All right. Uh, As as you, the the street's quite busy right now, and there's a lot of characters um, out. You see um, one figure stands out across the street, though, um, a really kind of tall and burly looking guy um, and, and you catch a glimpse of his face and it kind of gives you a chill. It runs down your spine and and you're wondering if this is the one who's watching you. And all of a sudden, uh, a, a man runs into you. I mean, just like full force um as you're watching this guy across the street and of course you lose contact with him and you as you fall to the ground uh the man who hits you as he falls to the ground his top hat goes kind of rolling across the the dirt and he's uh he's in a top coat with with somewhat of tails not um you wouldn't call it completely distressed probably it wouldn't be like fine fine threads but kind of in line with you know, clothes of the time that are worn well, but not, they're not rags. And as he bumps into you, uh, let's Watch see. where you're going. Well, y'all, y'all both hit the ground and well. uh, make a, you make a spot hidden roll. Mm-hmm. One more, we'll give you another chance. Let's see if you blow this one. I got this one, okay. regular success. Okay, as he bumps into you, um, this this further sense of just unwell comes over you. you. You just you don't feel right about the situation again, and you think it was probably the man across the street. And and he 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 jumps up uh, onto his heels after he hits you and says, "Oh, ma'am, I'm very sorry about that." Uh, uh, y- Josiah Worthington at your service. I, I apologize for that. And he's dusting off his hat and he's dusting you off at the shoulders. And uh, I, I uh, so I was just so distracted, ma'am. I apologize. If, if you're okay, I'll be right on my way. And she roll for street smarts. <laughs> that was her spot hidden. Okay. I thought anytime someone bumps into me in the city, I immediately check. Oh, yeah. Well, I I'm not sure. I I'm a little shook up. What you have to watch where you're going, sir. Where are you going in such a hurry that you would just oh. bowl a woman over? 
Oh, I'm I am so sorry. Um, I, I, I am on my way to meet the mayor. I have a very important meeting. But um, and uh, as you look off in the distance, that like really sketchy looking dude is getting closer. And um, you're feeling now all of a sudden like really vulnerable in the middle of the road as this guy's chattering and this other guy's getting closer and closer. I'll I'll be on my way. Uh, if you if you look me up later, I can buy you a drink to make up for the fall. I'm so so sorry. I don't have my wallet, but I'll be right on my way. And um, he's dusting himself off. Uh, well, you know, I, I think my ankle might hurt a little bit. You could you just uh, I'm just headed for the hospital right there. Would you mind just accompanying me a couple of blocks as I give like sidelong glances to the creepy man? Uh, and he says, oh, uh, you're you're very close. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that uh, somebody around here will help you. And he kind of glances over his shoulder at the big guy. And then um, he starts to, he almost starts off running away. Uh, great. Mm. Wait, almost starts off or starts off? He's, like, he's, is he gone? <laughs> no, he no, he's like, he's like, he's, he's dusting off his pants. He's starting in a brisk walk away mm. from you. Well, I feel you owe it to me, if nothing else, to just help me to the hospital. I could have a broken ankle, sir. Okay. And as you say that, the big burly guy just reaches out and grabs this guy by the shoulder. Oh my and god, I like, thought he was grabbing me. <laughs> you got him killed. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And uh and I mean just like slams his hand down on Josiah's shoulder and uh pulls him back by the by the collar and holds him right in front of you. Oh. Hmm. Uh <laughs> release him what are you what are you doing i guess i'm speaking to the creepy guy now yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and he right, says nothing <clears throat> oh. ah creepy guy <laughs> <laughs> wayne and i our characters oh, get along so, so well good. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so i got hold of got hold of the uh josiah and i look over look over at the Florence, I don't know her name or anything. And so the character I have uh, is he's real big, doughy, burly Bowie. guy. He's been mauled by a bear, so his face is all torn up and he's missing a chunk of hair and stuff. He's, he's super freaky. He's got an appearance of 15, let's just give you so. Um, and uh, got a googly eye. And he's looking this guy in the face, but he looks over at you, Florence, first. And he says, this guy, this, this guy here didn't treat you so kind, I see. And... Uh, I think he owes you a bigger apology than the one I he heard him uh, say. And I uh, hope, hope he does that for you. Uh, 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 I, I, I'm just a uh, 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 good sir. I'm on my way. Very important meeting with the mayor, and I'll be missed if I'm not there. Okay. And uh, so my character he also carries a really large oak stick about, you know, good... Uh, good six foot tall. So he uses that as a walking stick. He's got a little bit of a limp and he's got sidearms and all that sidearm. And, uh, and he says, uh, says to the fellow, says, uh, I'm going to let you go. Uh, uh, that'd be wonderful. Uh, the, 
The police are with the mayor and they're all expecting me. I I really don't want any trouble. Let's just everybody take a step Uh, back. Ma'am, what what she says. Ma'am, if you can if you can just listen to this this fellow for one second, he's gonna apologize to you and also give back to you what he stole from you. Um, I I don't believe that uh, I think there's been a misunderstanding. And it's, uh, you, you need to close your mouth right now. You're going to get your head broken open like a pumpkin. I'm just going to start going through my bag. Do I see anything missing? Ma'am, I think you need to check around your neck. Oh, you bastard. Um, you stole my uh, pendant. Uh, I, I, I did nothing of the sort. Um but you uh, must give that back. It is very important. Uh, but I, I, I have no idea. It's I, a family heirloom. Look at this gentleman. I'm not even sure he could see the road in front of him. It's Ma'am. an embarrassment to me that he. I have worn me. this pendant every day for six years. Ma'am, how how much do you want me to palm them for you? I uh, just, just, uh, Mister Worthington, you said just give it back. I. I this I'm man getting... seems a little. Ma'am, uh... this this fellow is not cooperating, and he he done bonked into you, knocked you over on the ground, and uh, and he stole something from your neck. So I'm getting a little fed up right here, and I'm gonna just so I I push him to the ground, and I grab him by his feet, and I lift him up by his feet, and I start shaking. Him. <laughs> <laughs> good, good sir, good sir. Please stop this, good sir. I, I, please I'm going to shake you, boys, until me. what you just police. falls out of your pocket. Police, unhand just, me! You must put him down. Not, this is this is not the way. Make a make a persuade roll there. For who? Who? Uh, you. Who new you? you. <laughs> new, new character. I'm sorry, but just to be clear, I'm going to use my uh, my intimidation role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're hanging uh, upside down, bonking them on the ground, you're sort of being intimidating. Yeah. So uh, as we're sh- hanging them upside down, um, I said, I'll say to him, this this is the way we uh, we done hang upside down pigs and stuff like that back home in Pennsylvania. So yeah. I don't. Take a little bonus dice with it. Oh. Yeah, we got a we got a hard success on that one. All right. So as you're shaking him up upside down, you're getting just really frustrated with his stubbornness, and mm-hmm. so you make sure to bonk his head off the ground a couple oh, yeah. of times. And as you do, you don't bonk him hard enough to knock him out, but he kind of like gets. A little wobbly and as he does his hand lets go and a uh it it falls down his sleeve the necklace in, into the ground oh i'm gonna immediately grab that put it back around my neck well you do what you will to him uh, the man a, is a thief make make a wait wait, wait. Uh, Florence, you might be a little bit more upset because in the process of removing your necklace, he broke the clasp. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I said, ma'am, uh, he's, he's bugging me a lot, this one. Um, what do you want me to do with him? Because I could do any, I could do anything you want me to do with him, ma'am. That's what I, I, I do. I'm, I'm very sorry. It was, 
It was an accident. I, I, I didn't even know I, I had her necklace. It just right. must have come off well, in the process of bumping into her. I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. I had no idea it was there. You're talking Mister. too much. You're squealing like a pig, and I kick him in the face. Mark's just punking. <laughs> Give him a and, hard uh, kick right straight in the face. All right, roll a d6. Two. Two. Uh, a tooth goes, like, flying out down the road, <laughs> and uh, a nice kind of, like, just shot of blood comes out the mouth with it. And now he's like, boy, I'm... I'm the the mayor will be most displeased if he finds me in this condition. I, I'm very pleased. Unhand me, you brute. Mr. Worthington, maybe we should all go see the mayor together. That would be a fine idea. Officer, help, help. Hey. I'm, I'm going to throw... <laughs> I'm gonna throw him over my shoulder like a sack of potatoes. I said, "You are you're talking too much and causing too much trouble, and it's time to go over to the trough of water where the horses drink from and walk him over." And uh, help me! I'm gonna help me! Fling help him in me! there! Help! And hold his head in. <laughs> You're singing, and then I'll say, "And I'll what say, is your name?" I said. I said, ma'am, first thing, uh, how long should I keep him under for you? Well, you can't kill the man. Let him up. He has to breathe. Okay. <laughs> so, so what I is let your him name, up. sir? Hey, he didn't up. say he let you up. Oh, I thought he said he let me up. He did say he let you oh, up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I let him up. I have to call you something. Uh, My name well, is Florence. That sounds like a, a, a nice name for a nice person. Uh, they, uh, they called back home. I got called uh, Oak Tree uh, by most people. I don't tell people my my real name. Uh, Oak Tree Larson is my name, and uh, and that's what uh, that's what you can call me. Well, Miss Mister Oak Tree, you know we you can't kill this man in the middle of the square. As much as I hate to say it, you may have to let him go. Well, even though he broke my necklace. It's that's uh, your choice. Uh, I don't mind it. Uh, a lot of people got killed before, and uh, he's just another one. So it's I'm leaving it up to you right now. If I break his neck, or or you let him go, I'll just leave him up to you if you want to do that. Uh, that's kind of that's kind of how it's going to be. I have to come back to this town every week. Uh, my sister lives here, and I I can't have you killing a man in the square. I'm well-liked. I have lots of very important... Mr. Worthington, you are town. no longer a part of this conversation. You stole from me and you lied about it. I have been accused falsely. I stole... Back no under the water thing. he goes. Back <laughs> under the water. <laughs> I'm glad you did that. As a ma'am, uh, it's okay if I let him go, but uh, do you feel safe if I do that? Because I don't like people to feel unsafe. Let him up. Okay, man. Let him up. I'll let him up. And uh, I'll pull I'll pull him out of the trough and stand him up and say, uh, you need to you need to talk to the lady here. She's deciding what's going to happen to you. I, I apologize for what you've had to see here, ma'am. And the law will hold this man accountable. Why did you steal my necklace? <clears throat> I, I did not steal your necklace. How did it end up in your sleeve? I don't know. 
That is very unlikely. Student real bright. You know, if you don't answer me, he's just going to put your head in that trough again. I, I am aware. Why did you steal my necklace? And this is this is why you should trust my word. Is because, I, I, this is this is torture. And it is, and that's why you yes. should answer my questions. I, I did not steal your necklace. How did it end up in your sleeve? I don't know. I know, the mayor. The mayor who associates with thieves, it seems. I wish, I wish that I knew, I wish that I knew how it got there. But I'm glad that it's been returned to you. Mr. Larson, let the man go. He's not worth it. It's what the lady just said, Mr. Larson. All right, Mr. Uh. But you owe us, uh, you owe us all the money in your wallet right now. And if you don't do it, I'm going to break your head open. Uh, do an intimidate with that. <laughs> 54, and I got it. I got a really high intimidation on this guy. He, he just drops his soaking wet wallet uh, as he pulls it out of his pocket, right? Like a little bit of water comes out of the pocket with it. He drops it in the dirt. And he just takes off in like a staggered run away from the two of you, um, screaming. This won't be the last you hear of Josiah Worthington. <laughs> and uh, I pick up the wallet and I uh, hand it to Florence. Ma'am, uh, I think for your troubles, you can have whatever you want from this. And I'm going to take a little bit to get a good drink. And, uh, and uh, well, that's about it, I think, for this, this part of the day. That was a good start of the day. Roll a well, roll a D twenty, Florence. Do you take the wallet? I guess I should have given you uh, that opportunity. I did I, not take. I, I was okay. not going to take the wallet. Okay. I was going to say you just keep it. All right, I just, I'm okay, I, and no. I appreciate you standing up for me, though. We are strangers, and do you make a habit of of just protecting strangers, of uh, accosting men in a square? What? Oh yeah. I'm just I don't know what happened, frankly. Oh, uh, that's what I do. Uh, I go around if anyone's uh, been done wrong, uh, I'll fix it for them. They just have to ask me, and uh, sometimes uh, if uh, if it's going right, I'll do it for free. And sometimes if they need to pay me, that's fine too. And uh, so if uh, anyone's been bullied or pushed around, uh, I have no problem fixing that. So I don't really like bullies very much, and uh, I'm good. I'm good on fixing that type of stuff. That's what I do. And uh, I'm just common coming on this town because they're trained into this town, you see. And I walked in and uh, saw this happening. That's just not right. And I don't like things that aren't right. I like to fix them. So you just arrived here in town and well, saw I'm, this altercation and stepped in? I was just walking down the street. Uh, I just, that's what I do. I took the train in and I don't got no horse or nothing yet. See, no horses don't like me and I don't really like them. So I, I do a lot of walking and, uh, and traveling and, uh, I'm pretty good with my pistol, see, and people hire me for that and uh, makes a living and uh, and keeps me going. And I go to place to place. And I just got here and I saw you, you bonk, bumped into by that character, but I saw his hand uh, flash around his neck and pull that pull that nexus right off. And that didn't seem right. And I knew he was stealing. And stealing just ain't right. Right, ma'am? Well, I have to thank you. No, stealing is not right. And this necklace is very important to me. And oh, I would have just been devastated to lose it. 
Well, I'm real glad that uh, you got it back. That makes it makes it a little more important to me then. Maybe we're maybe we're meant to maybe we're meant to, I was meant to see that or something like that because things like that happen to me sometimes, and uh, I'm just in the place at the right time and to fix things when they're going wrong. And I don't know, maybe that's even why I'm here. Something just told me to come come around to where this place is because things seem to be uh, maybe going wrong. I don't know. So Florence, for some reason, feels like she trusts this man, unless she's still feeling creepy feelings. I don't know. You said no. I felt your 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 creepy feelings just would have been from the the bear the attention, face, right? The, okay. the mauled mm. face and him, oh, okay, okay, yeah, the odd staring from across the street. So. so in that case, I'd like to say Florence feels a strange sort of trust for this character and says, "Well, you know, some odd things have been going on, but." I don't know if they've been happening here. They've been happening in my town of Bloodstone. Have you been to Bloodstone, Mr. Larson? I haven't, uh, I haven't been in that town yet. I just got in from far away on the train here. and uh, But I had a sense that I was supposed to walk, uh, walk to another place. And uh, I had a dream about it, you see. And, uh, well, you know, when uh, I have these dreams now, and they, they kind of tell me where to go. I got a sense I was supposed to go to this town nearby here, and uh, and someone was going to show me the way. I didn't know who it was, but I just I just opened my ears and and listened. And sometimes that person comes by. Maybe that maybe that's you. And if you got somewhere going, you're going. Maybe that's where I'm I'm supposed to go. And I'm I'm good with that because that's what I I don't got no home. I just kind of go around to Rome. Well, if you are interested in fixing, <laughs> fixing the wrongs in the world, uh, Bloodstone might be the place for you. As strange as it is to say, I know we've just met, but I will be heading back there later today. I just have to stop and check on a friend of mine who's in the hospital. He was also injured trying to do, trying to do good. He tried to help a man who was injured, and he was himself injured in the process. Well, that sounds so, sound so right. So... I'll go meet this friend of yours. Maybe, maybe he's the person who's going to show me where to go. That could be, you know, these maybe. stories get all, all, they get all twined up and wrapped up and confuse me sometimes, but somehow in the end, there's a bit of truth and shows me where to go. Okay, does well, anybody else would love like... Oak Tree? I love Oak Tree. <laughs> I love oh yeah. So much. I, I was just thinking of that. Yeah. <laughs> I instantly love this guy. Yep. Now you seem like a real nice person, and uh, and uh, I don't know. Something just tells me I could I could trust you. You could tell me what to do. Cause sometimes I uh, I'll get all I I might do the wrong thing sometimes. Like I get lost and uh, stuff like that. And uh, and you seem like a good person. I and I do I do lose my temper on occasion when people do me wrong. I get I get when I get bullied or made fun of. And I and sometimes. Uh, Sometimes it doesn't come out well for people who do that uh, to me. And, well, uh, you did the right thing today. It was the right thing to let that man go. He was certainly in the wrong, but he didn't deserve to die for it. Well, if I, if I ever see him again and he does another thing wrong, that's the last straw. If you, that's, that's the way I work. You get one chance and second time, well, it doesn't work out so good for him. Well, I have to go to the hospital and check on my friend, but you are welcome to 
accompany me if that is if that seems like the right path for you. Oh, I like I like to go along with you, and uh, that sounds like a good idea. I'll, I'll be with you, and if I can help at all, I'll, I'll do that. And if anyone wants to say the wrong thing to you, you, maybe I'll just make sure they don't. And I could do that. Um, yeah, and you can call me you can call me Oak Tree. Um, and you, and and so my character, he would get kind of a scrunched face and kind of do this and get a little bit, um, a lot of little consternation about that. He says, well, cause you know, my, since I was a kid, I grew real, I grew real fast, got kind of big. And, uh, and, uh, I, I didn't like what, uh, what people called me. They called me my real name that my mom gave me. And, uh, that's, that's why I got mad at people a lot because uh, it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't right name for me. See. And, uh, uh, and uh, I, I don't know. I guess I could tell him that name, but um, only if you want to. Hmm. I'll have to think about that. The rest, right. of us, the rest of us aren't listening. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Take your time and think about it. It is a. I'll grab a hand and put another hand over top. It is a pleasure to meet you, Oak Tree. All right. I'll think about that one hard on that one. Then when okay. I. Okay. I do have to get to the hospital, though. I am very, I'm worried about my friend. He was fully unconscious when I left him, and I only hope the doctors have been helping well, him in my absence. Well, let's make, make haste and get over to see your friend faster we can, uh, we can get over there. All right. Okay. So I, we'll head the last couple blocks to the hospital. I got to tell, right. tell a super quick story. While, while uh, Wayne was um, uh, shaking that dude, all I could think of is my grandmother used to tell this story. Uh, she, her and her husband, my grandfather, were partiers back in like the 40s and 50s. And she used to tell the story. They were at a bar and this woman was hitting on uh, my grandfather. And she got pissed off and came up behind this woman and grabbed her by the by the ankles, picked her up and started jumping up and down. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get oh. ready to rumble. <laughs> right. Yeah, she must have been a tall woman. No, what she was, was not. Thinking? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this woman's head was bouncing on the ground. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Who knows? Who knows how true that story was? But she told it. <laughs> I've Never got, let I've got the truth get in the way of a good story. Absolutely not. I've got lots of good stories about my family getting into uh like Hatfield and McCoy kind of things that's a fussing amazing and a fighting. That, like the genetics were even there for me to be here some of those stories are like they're just unbelievably all right um what do we want to do do we want to head back to the to Gerald's can we even call it Gerald's place anymore meet his Sox name's always? on the deed so i, I don't Sox? know about anybody else but i am dying to find out what's going on with yocker Seriously. Are you sure? <laughs> Come on. Yes. Don't leave I'm us hanging. Dying to find out what's going on with Yocker. What I what I'm trying to find out is do all those times that I've called you a dick add up to you killing Yocker immediately, or do you prolong it a little bit? <laughs> like, um, does my karma 
finally come home to roost or do you make it last a little bit longer? I, I like to think of this more as like a saw scenario or <laughs> slowly but surely, you know, like a silence of the lamb skin suit kind of thing. <laughs> That's she sees Yacker coming out, but then it's actually someone wearing a Yacker suit. <laughs> <laughs> So, so before, before we get there, um, Yaker, we need to, uh, we, we need to have a little moment together, you and me. Oh, oh this is exciting. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we need to, we need to figure out. So, uh, first off, Yaker, why don't you make a constitution roll? <laughs> yeah, good things always start with that. Nothing good comes from that. Man, what went wrong last time that he's in this situation? Just he just deteriorated. Ooh, uh, hard success. Okay. Uh, no, what's the what's the one of like the middle one? Hard, hard. Okay, hard. Yeah. The other one's extreme. Oh, thank you. And just for the record, I'm making this up as we go along here. All right. Of course you are. Um, so, Yaker, you're standing in front of a coffin and you have just nailed it shut and you frantically hear knocking on the lid of the coffin and you realize that there's there's somebody alive in the coffin, right? That you've sealed up this coffin with a live person in there. And so um, you start frantically uh pulling at the and you you don't know why the hammers disappeared and you're frantically pulling at the lid of the coffin and you hear the banging coming from inside the coffin and screaming and you're you're yelling at the coffin i'm gonna save you i'll be there i'm gonna save you and and finally with your with your bare hands and your fingernails ripping off in the process um you you peel the boards off the top of the coffin right and the the boards to the coffin are popping kind of at the same time that your nails are popping off of your fingers um and when you pop it open and and you're like i i'm here i'm here spiders start pouring out of the broken opening in the coffin right and they're they're covering you scott loves spiders oh good and so uh, these I, I didn't know that, Scott. Michael, uh, you are literally the worst human being I know. <laughs> so these these spiders start running up your fingernailless hands and up your sleeves, and <laughs> sorry, Chris. Um, and and you feel them. You you don't feel them biting so much as crawling inside of you, and so you start ripping open your shirt. You're tearing open your clothes and you get down to your bare chest and all of all of the spiders are gone. You're just staring kind of at your naked chest. Make a pal roll. So, Chris, do you not like spiders either? Oh, no, I love spiders. Oh, OK. This house is full of hundreds of them. yeah yeah there's got to be at least four right. pounds of spiders at any i made it by time. one 34 out of 35 okay 
So uh, you'll only take one sanity hit for this. Um, as you look down at your chest, you you see the the flesh moving, right? And it's moving with like little arachnid impressions underneath the surface as um, it appears these these spiders have crawled up into your chest and you you go out screaming. You you run out of this room like all of a sudden you realize there's not just a coffin and you and these spiders but you're in a room and you start frantically running up the stairs and you're there's stone stairs and you burst through this door and and everything's dark and you're feeling your way and give me one more constitution roll got us uh so can i spend a luck point sure all right so i made it i just spend one luck point okay roll a d6 and remind me you have like 16 luck points yeah no i have 15 wow probably a good one to spend one on honestly yeah Do, 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 do. Digital dice. Okay, I got a five. Okay, and then um, so uh, you'll take um, you'll take three health points. You can take that off right now. All right, so you go racing I'm down to ten. Yeah, you go racing out of the still more than Florence. You go racing <laughs> out of this house, and you walk out into the street or race out into the street, out of the house. You're screaming, but nobody can hear you. Nobody's responding. And as you do, you run out into the street and there's a man with a double-barreled shotgun standing there. And he has on this very um, glowing, fluorescent white coat and a, um, a big white top hat and a really toothy grin and he's smiling at you with his big curled mustache and he the last thing you see is the um flash out of the muzzle of the shotgun and then um you just feel this extreme pain in your arm and then there's blackness okay all right q florence and oak tree entering the hospital yes yes okay and uh, uh, the receptionist is again behind kind of the front desk. And um, she has a very quizzical look as uh, you come in. And she says, mm, uh, you do seem to be back quite, quite soon, ma'am. Yes, I just wanted to check on my friend Yacker, Yacker von Husher. I just dropped him off earlier today. Yes, we, we don't get many like him, I'll be honest. Um, you don't have to say his name. I'll, uh, I'll check with the doctor for you. Thank you. Sure. And so um, uh, she's gone for quite some time. You're standing there in, in the front with, uh, is, did Oak Tree, did Oak Tree come in? Uh, if you had Florence one, he says, ma'am, if yeah. you want, want me to come in, I'll come in with you. Okay, then the, the reception is definitely before she talked to you, Florence, like giving some strange looks to Oak Tree, right? Oak Tree, you're mm -hmm. even in a hospital setting, you're you're pretty freaky looking. So um, 
it's it's a good while, like five or ten minutes, and then uh, you you recognize Doctor Goodfellow, and uh, oh, he's with the nurse. Yeah, he's he's coming okay. back, and uh, he says, uh, "Yes, uh, uh, um, and make a give me an intelligence roll." We see what this one I got a hard success. All right, good job on that hard success. You're looking, <laughs> at, you're looking at Dr. Goodfellow, and he's not walking like Dr. Goodfellow. And he was such a strange character that even in the kind of weirdness that was your interaction with him, he doesn't seem to be acting like Dr. Goodfellow. And his greeting to you, which is a very kind of courteous and joyful uh why you must be florence is very out of character for dr goodfellow yeah yes dr goodfellow we spoke earlier at your service how are you oh we probably didn't you must be confusing me you must have spoken with my brother dr xavier goodfellow i I'm Dr. Aaron Goodfellow. It's a pleasure to meet you. Well, it is a great pleasure to meet you. Yes, I didn't get the first name of the Dr. Goodfellow that I spoke with, but I must say you're a spitting image. Uh, why, thank you. We are a handsome duo, if I do say so myself. But have you also been working on my friend Yocker? Oh, good Lord, no. No, 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 no. I, as Dr. Aaron Goodfellow... Am in charge of medications and seeing to our recovery of our patients. My brother, Dr. Xavier Goodfellow, whom you talked with not so long ago this morning, is a most talented surgeon. I trust him with all surgical needs that the hospital requires. Well, I was really hoping to get an update on my friend's status. Would it be possible for me to talk to your brother? You won't need to talk to him. You can talk to me because as I just said, I am in charge of the post-op recovery of our patients, including medication dispensary. Is Yocker in post-op then? He is. Well, that's good. How, how is he? <laughs> oh, oh, you, you were worried. I, I was. You, I assure well, you that your my brother is... told me to worry. He told me to pray. Ah, he's, he's, he's a dire one, that one, but his talent, he underestimates his talent. I would say that if anybody comes through that door with half a breath, my brother can save them. And was the case with your friend, friend, correct? Not husband or brother or good friend, good friend, like good friend with a wink or just good friend. No wink, just friend. Got it. Yes. As the case was with your good friend, uh, he had many breaths of life with him. And I would say that this was a fairly easy surgery for my brother. So what was the surgery? What was the course of treatment? Uh, Amputation. Okay. And no complications? Uh, None none that we see. Uh, It was removal of the arm at the shoulder. Okay. And Why how so long? Plum? Your friend's alive. In, I am in, 
in lesser hands, your friend would be dead. This look is relief. I'm merely processing the information. And I, I know that our a friend of ours who is relief. also a doctor. I would be grateful. I mean, my brother's quite talented. I thank you and your brother for your work. Okay. Yes. So your friend. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you have questions? Is there any chance that the condition could have spread past the arm? It's possible. What signs should we be looking for? Well, a rigid kind of mm, stiffness in the neck that moves down the spine. Possibly you might see a strange kind of straight-legged limping, headaches. Uh, I don't expect you to have to worry with any of these things, though, because I'm going to provide you with some medication that we at the hospital have seen tremendous results with. Well, that is wonderful. What can you tell me about this medication? <laughs> oh, this medication has been thoroughly researched in some of the finest pharmaceutical labs in the nation. It and is it rhymes with Blamava. <laughs> oh man and a short course of this treatment uh though he of course will not be regrowing his arm should see him uh quite sprightly and back to his normal activities within oh uh, a week to 10 days and when can he be moved when can we take him home oh. back to bloodstone Please, you could take him home today. I have every confidence in our pharmaceutical capabilities. Besides, if you don't take him home today, it could be weeks. What? Well, I don't understand that. Would you mind elaborating? <laughs> our game takes a really long time to play out in hours. So just... <laughs> Lawrence, you were doing pretty well, and then you forgot how long it takes us to do anything. I did. I did forget that. <laughs> Fair enough. So today is the day. Do you have any printed information about this medication? I don't know if Yacker will uh, be in his a good mind today to really process this information. And I, and I'm no expert and I would love to be able to tell him what he's taking. Uh, yes, it is a proprietary formula uh, created out of labs in New York. And it's a combination of antibiotics. Are you aware of these, ma'am? I've heard of such things. They suppress tiny little beings that live in the bloodstream. <laughs> and prevent them from overtaking the body and uh, making you ill due to bad humors. And uh, this combination of antibiotics and painkillers will have your friend up and running in no time whatsoever. We focus in on Dick's face as you, as you keep going through these details. Oh yeah, that was just cracking me up. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so funny. Uh, Oh my God. That's a no on the printed yeah. information, then. You don't I'd have like a happy, leaflet, I'd a be... pamphlet. Uh, I, I don't believe we're the Cleveland Center of Medicine, ma'am. Our resources are limited <laughs> in printing materials. However, I'll be happy to write you something out if it would alleviate any anxiety on your friends. That would be uh, very helpful. I appreciate rumors. it. Absolutely. All right. Uh, 
I will uh, I will go see Dr. Xavier and we will prep your friend uh, so that he may leave. He might be a little stumbly, but it looks like your good friend there. And uh, sir, if you'd ever like anything done with that eye of yours, you come see me and my brother. We might be able to help you out. <laughs> What's wrong with my eye? <laughs> uh, looks like you might perhaps have a little trouble seeing out of it. But uh, regardless, it looks like your big friend here will be able to help you considerably with the exit of your friend, Mr. Von Husher. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Goodfellow, for your help. We'll be waiting at your earliest convenience, I guess, in the lobby. Should we wait in the lobby? That would be wonderful. Okay. It will just take us a minor episode detour to uh, Gerald's cabin, and then we'll be right with okay. you. Great. Well, as we head for the lobby, I'll just lean over to Oak Tree and say, if you do come back for treatment, I would talk to this good fellow and not the other. Mm. I, I love that there are multiple good fellows. <laughs> I am as long as my eye works good enough to uh, fight people and shoot them, it don't need no work on it. Well, that is, uh, of course, your choice. And, and really, you're not walking out into the, it's kind of like, you know, it's just an open area that you walked into. And there's some benches, okay. which are kind of like some uncomfortable church pews, which mm -hmm. are just alongside the, you know, perpendicular to the doorway wall that you can sit along the wall. Okay. Rick, was that Akira? Okay. Yeah, yeah, good. Good eye. Thank you. Was that what? Akira. Oh, oh that big mutated... Uh, the arm, yeah. yeah. It's, it's right at the end <laughs> where he like turns into that giant <laughs> crazy Which, thing. Uh, with Tezuka, yeah. All right, so are we... Uh, is this a good place to take a break? I was going to say, let's take a break sure. right here. Okay. And, um, you know, uh, All right. we'll jump in at the cabin. Great. We'll take five, ten minutes All right. and uh, see everybody on the other side. All right, we are back from break. Michael, let's get going again. All right, let's head to the meat sock formerly known as Gerald's <laughs> Cabin. Meat sock Mondays. Do I need to do I need so, to set the scene for Harold? Yeah, what and the hell are we doing? I don't Her remember Harold where we left I, off. No, Harold and I are talking to the time traveler. Scott's petting a hey, black hey, ghost. Hey, hey. Hey, it's just a person who was in the room. You don't know that he time traveled. Okay. And uh, Phil is uh, up on the hatch to make sure that we can get back out. No, no. Came Phil down. came down. Oh, Phil came down? Yeah, Phil, Phil came, came walking down. into the room looking like a horror show. Oh, yes. Bloody oh, of course. Eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and he saw his family and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he saw his family. They're calling to him. Phil. Phil, aren't we? Don't. We're well done, Phil. <laughs> so I uh, thought I thought I rolled and and was able to. You were, you were, you put the right. you put the meat bits in your ears and you somehow but, resisted their calling. Yeah, I, did, I wrote it down here. I made a sanity roll just before we ended last time um, okay. about all that. Okay. Okay. So there's so is it on me or, the, or should should so Phil, are you in the room with us? 
I'm behind you guys, right? Oh, Is okay. Right? Well, yeah, let's just, let's just yeah. you can you can smell the excrement ridden intestines looped over his shoulder. Jesus Christ. Right. And I didn't believe it. So I was scra- I was I was rubbing oh. my eyes and my, my hands were bloody. That's how it got on my face. It was intentional as I came in with war plane. <laughs> he, um, he really looks like a fucking freak show. Harold, do you Harold, do you smell shit? I, Phil, I, Phil, I, is that you? I, I think we got more important issues than than um, uh, Philip's uh, poop smell. Uh, it, what the heck do you mean? If nineteen forty two, what what are you talking about? Uh, I lost my English accent. How do I get my English accent back? Quick, I, quick, help me! I say that's an English accent. Go. Oh yes, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, um, I think that's a clue we just got there, Bo. What is that? He's he's got a, a a British accent. Well, I of course I do. I'm I'm Casper Muscovane. It the with the what now? Casper Muscovane. Uh, that that well, that's a different thing than you just said a second ago. <laughs> yes, because well, Casper Muscovane. I am Casper Muscovane. That's Mas- my final answer. Did, did we just fall into Fletch? <laughs> John, John Cocktoasten. I, I am not aware of this man you call Fletch. Is that the man behind you who, frankly, is a, a little disturbing? Are y'all, are y'all cannibals? I, I, I think what's disturbing is are the man... Are you cannibals? I hey, think... you shut up there, you red coat, uh, wooden tooth bastard. But a man just came out of the wall here that, that in, in saying he's from the future. Uh, so uh, Harold's going to point his gun at him. Because clearly he's trying to trick us. Uh, good sir, I, it, it's not necessary that you point your armory at me. Well, well, you're you're clearly trying to mess with our heads here. Yeah, uh, I, and I some mean, weird stuff has gone on in this place. So, all uh, right, all right, I know, I know, Harold, I know. Tell us something that would have happened in the future for us if you're really from the future. Um, good sir, with the gun pointed at me. Your name is. I have a gun. Oh, hey, hey, oh. I never stopped. Yeah, sorry, that, that's that's me. You're talking to. Uh, I, I, yes. I'm. Well, if you're from the future, you should know my name. Um, <laughs> unassailable logic. <laughs> I may be from the future, sir, but I hate to point out to you, I do not know everything in the future. <laughs> because in the 1940s, you are big stuff. Oh, the, the safety yes. clicks off the gun. <laughs> um good good sir uh I, as you aim that at me what could i i i, I hear him unarmed as you notice and you look at him and he, he's, wait, wait wait he's clearly like he's very dressed up and uh it, it, with his arms up in the air and he says good sir if you would look at the man with uh I, is that blood on his eyes as he comes into the room, uh, what would you do if you were in my position? Well, see, I know that guy. And yeah, sure, he's a little crazy, but he doesn't say he's from the future and walk through walls. And him I know. So I don't mind having my back to him. I'm certainly not turning my back on you. Um, so if that's your friend... Yeah, and, that's, that's, and that's going a little far. You consider a dapper individual such as myself, a dapper gentleman, might I add, 
Uh, we run afoul of many gentlemen <laughs> who call themselves yeah. dapper. There's this, there's this, this, this poet who dresses nice and shiny and whatnot, and uh, he done killed a few people. He, look over there. Well, you, it's hard to see with all the blood, but he done blacked up uh, <laughs> Phil's mouth. I, I assure you that I am here not of my own accord. I have done nothing of the... Uh, uh, as, well, why as, don't you just stop being vague and tell us how the hell you got here in a goddamn basement from England or wherever the fuck you're from? Um, so I assume by your whereabouts that this is not 1941. It sure as hell not. Someone told you it's 1892, and it ain't England. Uh, I got bloodstone. Bloodstone. I don't. I don't remember the state. South All right, Dakota. I got it. I got it. South I got Dakota. it. South I got Dakota. it. Who's gonna be the next U.S. president? Huh? Well, uh, <laughs> quick Google it, Michael. <laughs> I was about to say. Let me use Google, which you do not know about. And uh, which it was very year? popular in the forties. In the forties, yeah. It, 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 was, it, was, it was a popular dance. Goo 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 goo. So, so it, <laughs> I could tell you who it who it's gonna be. It's going to be Donald Trump. <laughs> you know, um, I, don't, I don't know why y'all fellas are treating him like he's from the future. He ain't from the future. Yeah. That's a bunch of nonsense. Why don't you tell us how you really got here, Mister? fancy clothes um um i assure you sir good sir i was on stage i was doing a performance for a quite a large audience i did my typical trick an illusion if you will where i walk into a box of mirrors and the audience believes me to be disappeared but much to my assistant's chagrin, I believe when she opens the box, she will realize I have actually disappeared. And I'm not quite sure how I've ended up here. In fact, if you mind, I'm going to pinch myself. Sir, sir but when you first arrived, you proclaimed that you have done it, that you finally did it. Yeah. Which would imply to me, and I'm just a simple countryman who we Anyway, you are not you're a, you're a goddamn Boston doctor. Don't simple countryman. Don't set yourself a doctor below. who ate his entire family. I, I think a doctor rates higher than an illusionist. L listen, listen, one armed man over there, peanut gallery. Uh, so, 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 sir, I, I, I find it a little hard to believe that this was some sort of magical whoopsie doopsie illusion. Um. I had thought momentarily uh, that my assistants had played a really good trick on me. And then I quickly realized that this was not the case. And where did you do this trick? Was this uh, over on jolly old England or is this over here in the, uh, the goddamn United States? Yeah, you tell them, Phil. That's right. <laughs> Suddenly, <laughs> this show is taking a turn for, it really it, is. for the MAGA. I, I believe that uh, as your ally in a current war, that... Uh, Wait, what the hell war are you talking about? Uh, that, 
that I... My daddy was French. He fought you sons of bitches <laughs> back in the French uh, and Indian Wars. I ain't. Good sir, I would like to pause you and say that currently we are all on the same side. Currently is 1892. You keep talking this nonsense about how current is 1942. We're here. You're here. Here is 1892. Uh, if you're from some other time, you better. He start. takes a he takes a step backwards as y'all are like shouting at him and get more aggressive. I, I would point out are you, that are you? you're you're on the other side of my firearm, which does not make us on the same side. It actually objectively makes us on opposite sides. Yes, and you, sir, might I add, most respectfully are creating those sides because I, sir, would like to be on your side. But however, with the guns pointed at me, you have made two sides. We could be if you lowered your firearm on the same side, and he I, takes another step backwards. I didn't walk through a wall in, in a random basement and <laughs> then proclaim to be from the future. So I think my my uh, keeping you on another side is perfectly logical given this situation. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. I had uh, you never answered my question about the president. Did you find out your Google? It was going to be Grover Cleveland, which would have set up a really amusing conversation because he was president two times ago. And I would have been like, no, he's not going to be president again. He was already president. And then we would have had an amusing conversation, you're which apparently is not amusing at all. The joke. Yeah, it's, it's much better when you explain it. <laughs> yeah, it uh. This is like a Quentin Tarantino dialogue that just got shat on by an <laughs> elephant and like is trying to be dug out by Yocker with one arm. Okay. That's so uh, funny. Okay, okay. Our, our nerves are really on edge. We've been through a lot of shit today. We've been through a lot of shit the day before today, which I guess would be, yeah, technically that's yesterday. It feels uh, like it's been months, to, really. You'll have to forgive us. I would, <laughs> good, I think, but, good sir, and I do understand your predicament. However, I no, I you would, don't understand. I, you, I would postulate. Not. I would postulate if you would understand my current predicament, which is I was in my theater on my stage performing my show, and now here I am in a in a. Uh, basement. What, what am you can, I? You can call it a basement. I'm, I'm in a basement. Or, or a cave. Which, I would also accept cave. Yes, it feels much more like a cave with uh, two men with guns pointed at me. One man with uh, somebody's innards wrapped around his shoulder and bloodied eyes. Uh, oh, this was just to handle the wild animals. It's yeah, just a why would you assume meat. that that's, that's human intestine there? That seems like a weird place to go. That's pretty dark of you to to automatically jump to that conclusion without knowing first. Well, damn it all to catfish and coyotes. (laughs) I have no idea what you're saying. (laughs) If there's any way, look, look here. If there's any way, I think it'd be best for you and for all of us if you just traipse on back through that mirror cupboard and go say hello to your your assistant there. Because uh, this ain't going to end too well for you. I guarantee but, that. 
But good, you know uh, good sir. Stop calling us good sirs. I don't know whether we're good sirs or not. What, what would you like me to call you that won't get me shot? I would like you to say goodbye to me and hightail it back to where you come so, from. So, so Keeper, I, I wanted to do a, a psychology role to see if I'm believing what he's saying, right? Like right. I was trying to pull it over. I, I got a 22, okay. um, which is a uh, hard success for me. Okay. And so you, uh, uh, he's, he's not telling you the whole truth. You catch that, but also given his situation, you're kind of not surprised that he's not telling you the whole truth, right? Okay. He, he seems very nervous about the three of you, extremely nervous, really, uh, and fearing for his life. And uh, there's, there's something about him, though. I mean, he's at this point just a few steps from this, this glowing way that your family's calling from behind. They're still there. You've I, just I was put about them to out. ask that next. Yeah. Yeah. They're still they're still beckoning to you. Uh your your wife, in fact, is screaming. What was your son's name? Daughter, sir. My What's daughter. That? Daughter, daughter is yes. Uh my daughter's name is Emma and my uh wife's name was Helen. Okay. Helen and so she Helen's screaming to you. She's going, she's going. Dear God, Emma's legs broken. Why are you taking so long? Why are you why are you standing there just staring at us? Come help us. And so it, it, this it's really okay. taking like a prolonged uh or, or taking a, an exorbitant amount of stress on you uh and and you really feel the weight of the intestines okay. hanging over your shoulder. But <laughs> as as you're standing there, you find it odd that in spite of all that's around him, right? Uh, which which really stacks the odds against him. He is still standing on this side of the gateway. On our side. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's the gateway, and then there's, like, the back of the cave? Think of... Right. I mean, the, the gateway is kind of in the back of the cave. It's it's on the yeah. wall. Oh, okay. do, do, we see, do we see Phil's family? No, but you don't see Harold Phil's family. See. Yeah, so, yeah. So, at, so at this point, I'll turn to everybody, and I'll say, hold on, hold on, hold on, sir. Uh, Mr. T and Toast, I need you to just uh, uh, shut it for one second. Uh, Bo, Harold, do you, do you see people behind him? Uh, what do we see, Keeper? Do we see a gate at all? Right. And with that, uh, I need you, I need both of you, Bo and Harold, make a sanity <laughs> roll. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. I'm glad I initiated this. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, I made it. 31. Oh, dear. What happened, Harold? <laughs> oh, no. Here it goes. What is it? It's Come a on. 96. Yeah. Oh, there it is. He called it. The keeper called it. Ninety-six. So, all right. As as Phil asks you this, Bo, you stare into it, and you're like, you're kind of uh, glancing over this guy's shoulder, and you're like, what okay. the fuck's Phil talking about? Harold, so I don't even. I don't even wait. I don't even see a gate. I just see a wall. You see the. You see the gate. Okay, I mean, you I recognize that it's odd circumstances, right? But okay. th there's nobody. You're just kind of like, what the hell is Phil talking about? Uh, Harold, unfortunately for you, Millie pops out 
from behind him and she says to you, she says, Harold, what the hell are you doing standing there with that gun in your hand? Get over here and join me. Mm. Oh, gosh, no. darn it, Millie. Why do you got to... This situation's hard enough. What's going on? Why? What do you need me for this time? Why are you giving this man a hard time when you could be over here helping me? I need help. Well, Harold, he just over popped here. through a wall, Millie. And he's saying he's from the future. How could I not give him a hard time? It's terrifying. And your feet inexplicably start taking steps towards oh, the gateway no. as you argue with her. Okay. Oh, no. Quentin's going to have a friend. Uh, I'm going to keep, as I'm going toward Millie, I'm going to sort of walk around the dude still pointing the gun at him. Okay. Um, I don't want to get close enough to him for him to take it away from me or attempt to take okay. it away from me. Um, okay. But I do not trust him. Millie, I'm fine okay. with. Uh, okay. You know, I'm not worried about her, but I'm not turning my back on this dude. Hey, Harold, so, I, why are you, why are you walking towards towards? You see my? Do you see my fam? Do you see two people there? Uh, I, 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 Phil, I don't know what you're talking about. There's just my wife there. Oh, it's it's Millie you're seeing. Oh, what the hell are both you talking about, Harold? Oh, I, stop. <laughs> Stop, Harold. All right, that's it. And with I, that, I would just I, like to uh, take a moment to say, fine gentlemen, that I'm I'd be happy to accommodate any of you with uh, who need some psychological counseling at the moment. It seems okay. You like need to shut the hell up, <laughs> Harold. I go over and I, I gently grab Harold by the shoulder, say, uh, Harold, there ain't nothing there. Whatever's in okay. your. Remember how stuff got in uh, Quentin's head. Uh, Bo, it's, it's a little it's a little bit more urgent than that there, he's about three feet right. away from the gateway at this point. Oh, i tackle him then I okay oh, tackle oh him. i was gonna say bo bo hold on i i can throw i'm gonna throw a, a lasso with the meat stock contestants around harold <laughs> i okay i have oh, to i have on. to let that happen i take it back michael you're not the worst human being i know <laughs> Uh, all I want to say is you tackle you tackle Harold, which is fair. That's okay. totally fine. You tackle Harold as a meat sock of intestinal lasso goes around both of you. Uh, oh, okay. Phil, make a dex or uh, who had the who had flashlights? I have a torch. Yeah, we don't have flashlights. We, oh, we, Wayne, Wayne no took flashlights. his flashlight uh, into the. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so who has who has who has some sort of light source? Uh, I have a torch. I do too. Remember, I have oh, yeah, the okay. like the crazy torch thing, which okay, I guess I, I probably make... I would have. No, you know what? I, I'm not holding it. A... I would have set it down. Yeah, I okay. did make enough for everybody though. Okay, so as this debacle is going <laughs> on, okay. So yeah, uh, I, I would have dropped mine. In order to yeah. tackle him, I would have just dropped it on the floor. Okay. The man in the doorway grabs a torch and heads for the doorway full sprint. So he goes oh. running. To the, uh, to the portal or from No, the no, no, no. Like back through the cave. Oh, so he has no idea where he's going. No, oh, he no, might. he doesn't. Who knows? Well, yeah, as far as you know, he doesn't. Well, nothing I can do. It's up to Phil. Can I clothesline him with the intestines? Like, is that? <laughs> oh, that's a genius move! You got us the weight of us, and you're you're standing in the doorway. Yeah. 
I made the dex roll. I got a hard success. Um, for holding on to your torch. Yeah. But but they had already Bo and Harold had already dropped theirs. Okay. I, yeah, I you would have to make you would have to make an extreme success in order to throw a meat lasso <laughs> at two figures and then simultaneously stop somebody at a full sprint. Okay, I see that they're on the ground. My intent was to try and stop Harold. I didn't anticipate Bo tackling him. Right. No, you couldn't. It, it was a simultaneous, simultaneous action. We don't have to. Yeah, I we don't it. have to meta it. We don't have to meta it. So, yeah. so seeing that Harold has stopped. Yes. Seeing this guy who's about to walk out past me. No, he's I, not I, walking. He ran. Like he, as soon as you, as soon as Bo tackled Harold and you threw the meat lasso, he saw his opportunity and he ran. Well, I, I guess I'll go after him. Okay. Or try and stop him. I met my, I would not just let him run past. I guess yeah, wherever. Okay, uh, so so you turn and run. Okay, and you're following. You're following the glow. Remember this kind of S snakes down, and right, it S snakes around, and um, you're effectively in a chase. And so you follow the glow around, and you're running down the hall. Um, there's nowhere for him to really go but to the ladder, right? You, if you remember, everything's caved in. Do y'all remember okay. this? Mm -hmm. This sounds and, fair to everybody. Yep, yep. Right, like the room to his right is barricaded up. The the exit to the left, pretty much mm -hmm. the most obvious thing. So when when you arrive into the straightaway of the tunnel, Phil, he's about halfway up the ladder towards the house. Um. Okay, and, and I'll run. I'll, I'll run up to the base of the ladder, and the whole time I'm chasing him, I, I'm saying, sir. We, we mean you no harm. You just popped out of nowhere, rambling about coming from the future. And there's been a lot of goings on here in this establishment. We're, we're a little stirred up. Uh, uh, can we can we uh, uh, communicate here? You don't need to just run. Uh, you've got great lungs to yeah, right. be running top <laughs> speed. I'm from, and... I'm from Boston. So that's, <laughs> soliloquizing. He says, uh, not, not to mean you any disrespect, good sir. But uh, I, I feel that my life is in mortal danger. If I stay with you, I would like to converse more with you from a distance and in the daylight. And he's uh, like, he's, yeah, and I'll, and I'll say, that's fine. I said, we have horses. We can take you to town. Uh, we've got provisions. I've got plenty of provisions as I'm starting to climb up the ladder. Uh, and I say, we, we, we really don't uh, need to make this a confrontation. It sounds like you may be telling the, the truth, but not the whole truth. Uh, and, uh, you know, we, we, we can be, we, we don't have to be uh, at odds. Okay. And, uh, yep. Doop, 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 <laughs> doop, doop. And so you see him, uh, the ladder, of course, it's just this rope ladder, right? That's dang, that's very unsteady as you both grab onto it. So make a luck roll. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't wreck it. I got a five. Oh, wow. All right. So you you I, stay I saw on the double zero and I got very worried. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, one more zero. Um, all right. So uh he's he's getting up the ladder, and as he goes up the ladder, you're actually gaining on him. He gets to the top and he frantically tries to like 
pull the bed over, but it doesn't do much, right? Because he's just, and then um, he breaks. Uh, as you get through the top, you see him bust through the door and uh, not bust through like in a literal, like not break through the door, right? It oh. wasn't locked. Um, oh, it's not like one of those Bugs Bunny thing where there's a, a the dude-shaped <laughs> hole in the door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, like it just kind of moves through. You see him move through the door as you make your way and you're on your feet in the bedroom. So you're maybe like you can hear him. You're probably eight, ten feet behind him. Okay. And I'm calling after him. I'm saying, so it's again, so you need a you need a halt. You're in the middle of the desert. You don't know where you are. You're, you're going to get dehydrated. You're going to die out there. There's giant creatures, a uh, big old fucking bat thing. I'll uh, take my chances. I'll take them, I tell you. <laughs> Uh, all right so i will move through is he now out of the house right so as you as you move into the front of the house right the whole the whole left side to you is just like it was blown open by dynamite yeah. right and it's probably yeah. i would i would guess now we're like at three four o'clock in the afternoon does that sound right to everybody i have no idea Okay, sure. we'll call it that. It's three, four o'clock in the afternoon, so it's not like super hot sun. It's a, it's a little bit of a lower sun, and you see him just like frantically, and you see it now. You're like, oh, he's like in full like, uh, uh, what's what's that word when it's like a shimmery purple red? His whole outfit is coordinated and has a, a luminescence to it. And so he's racing out. This is the first time you've seen him kind of in the daylight across the front oh, desert. Does lawn. he have a cape billowing yeah, behind yeah, him? Yeah, and he's got a he's got a cape billowing behind him in the wind. So he's, and he's he's very you I mean he you can make him out, right? He's really he's oh yeah easily, easily. Yeah. So I'll I'll call out one last time. I'll say, sir, you you, you need to stop right now or or we're gonna we're gonna have a problem uh and i don't want to have a problem i want to handle this amicably and potentially either get you back to wherever you came from or, or or help each other out and as i'm talking i've got my gun my winchester uh and i'm you know getting oh, down basically no. you, you do have a habit of shooting dudes in the back son of no, while they're running I'm, away I'm just hold on I mean, such a murder hobo hold on. no I mean, with that cape on, look how tasty he is. Right. Come on, no, no, yes. no, no. Phil, <laughs> Phil can't handle it. It's gonna be delicious. That's, I, and I say, sir, I say, sir, I got a dead lock on you. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dead shot. Uh, you need to stop. I don't want to have to shoot you in the ass. <laughs> and and he screams back. I saw those dead bodies. And he's making a beeline <laughs> for the horses. So you should just be aware that if you fire and miss you're most likely going to hit one of your horses. Okay. Yeah, I shoot him in the ass or try to. All right, roll. 45. And my, Out of? My, 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 my rifle is a 50. Ooh. All right. So uh, roll a D6. He's gonna he's gonna blow this guy's head off. Don't, don't oh, like killing a harmless magician. Okay, uh, <laughs> it's a five. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, so you hit him like square in the shoulder blade, and he just folds up on the ground. Right, just goes down. Perfect. And I'll yell out, "I warned you, you dumbass!" And I'll walk <laughs> up to him. And remember, okay. I'm a 
And, I, and my plan is to try and help staunch the wound. Um, uh, but I'm, I'm going to walk up to him with my rifle out there ready to make another shot if he comes at me. I'm just going to tell him, just, you, you know, you better lay, don't move, lay down, uh, or I got to pop another one in you. Okay. So I want to just go back to the scene yep, go with, right ahead. with Harold and Bo for a moment, because Bo, you've just tackled Harold. Yeah. Harold, you see Millie and she's mad at you, right? Like she's pissed off that you're not listening to her and she's getting super angry that you're being so weak as to let this guy prevent you from getting to her. Okay. Um, so, Harold, I'm, so, Bo, I'm sorry. Bo, what the hell are you doing? And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, trying Harold. to get up and like push him off. No, okay. no. You're trying to go through that, uh, that evil gateway there. Oh, I'm I, trying what? to calm my wife down. No, your wife, she, <laughs> she lives in your, fucking head she don't it, live she's in right a... there good lord i don't I'm, see I'm, her i'm still like trying to get up and push him off and get the meat sock off and you know head head <laughs> toward millie please harold i know we ain't known each other for very long but i'm begging you to trust me it's uh, abbott and costello bit with the two of them fucking tied together with a piece of intestine and you're trying to get up and he's not and you're pulling him back down it's good yeah we're all strong together if you drag yourself through the gateway you're bringing me through too and i don't want to go then maybe you can help me with millie she's awful stubborn and i could use a hand okay um millie millie uh it's not safe down here you have to let me and harold go back up through the you know, back up to the, the into the house. Make a psychology. You can, you can talk to him up there. It ain't safe down here for either of you. Millie, you need to go up there too. Love it. Uh nope. 88. I'm I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a bonus because that's pretty on the spot thinking about. I'll give you a bonus on that one. Uh 38. Okay, does that work? Yeah. Okay. So uh uh, as a result of this, Harold, and, and your torment about leaving Lily, uh, Millie behind, uh, though Bo has uh, really effectively given you a good argument. He's, oh, no, I have a 10 psychology. Oh, oh okay. fuck, I was thinking. <laughs> Damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Harold. <laughs> does, does that work? Harold, oh, yeah. come back. I'm, I'm to going me. to 1941. Oh, oh, no. Hey, Harold, oh. please. I'm still wrapped up. I'm still tangled up with you. No, no, you're not going back to 1941. Uh, but you do have to roll a D6 for me. Okay. So I'm trying my hardest not to go in. So for all the energy he's, you know, using, I'm using counter. Okay. Um, you'll take, uh, as Bo makes this argument, you're just absolutely torn as to what to do. And it costs you four points of sanity. Uh, because you're worried now about Millie's safety, right? Mm -hmm. Bo's brought up this, this problem. He's actually increased the complexity of the situation with his psychology attempt. Mm -hmm. And as such, you're now worried both for Millie's safety as well as your own. And you're really torn about what to do. Okay. Millie, he's got a point. This is a horrible place down here. Can we have this argument up, uh, uh, upstairs, like out of this creepy house? You can yell at me all you want. It, it, let's just do it over <laughs> out there. 
This place is terrible. There's people coming out of the walls from the future, and Quentin got sucked into the wall. It, it's terrible. There, there's animals banging at cages and foxes trying to bite me and stuff caving in and crazy animals eating meat socks. It's awful down here. Let's go. Let's go have a chat upstairs. All right. Make your own sanity roll. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a five. All right. So you're able to you're able to convince yourself effectively by trying to convince Millie yep. that uh, to go back upstairs. Okay. Uh, okay, Bo, it, it, we're going to, we're going to have this discussion. She's still going to oh. uh, tear me upside one side down the other, but we're going to do it in the daylight. Oh, thank God. Now let me, let me just cut us out of this slippery. Oh God, slimy. do we have to cut it? Can't we, can't we like lift it off? I, I, I he's got some weird slimy slipknot tied here. I can't get I my... Think you might have to chew your way out. Uh, no, I, I'm going to slip Jesus. the knife. I got a nice sharp knife. I'm going to cut through. Okay, there's at least one torch left on the ground. So, yeah, and okay. mine, mine would be left on the ground too. And several turds. Okay. Yeah, and, and in fact, Phil wouldn't have been Ugh. able to run with the torch. So, right, he was just following the glow oh, of the yeah. man's yeah. torch. And, oh, and how'd that uh, guy get up the, the ladder with the torch? Well, there there was light coming down, so he must have dropped the torch. Yeah. Okay. Drop the I'll torch. Drop the torch Thanks, at the bottom Bob. bottom yeah. of the uh, rope ladder. Yeah. Oh, so, sure. so as that y'all go great. back, right? You, <laughs> so as y'all go back, y'all y'all find this torch burning in the dirt right at the bottom of the of the rope ladder. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, it, and at what point uh, did we hear the gunshot? Was that while we were arguing or? Oh, uh, y'all probably, I'm guessing, based on where you were, wouldn't have heard the gunshot. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, especially the yelling and the scream. Yeah, you probably haven't heard. With the yelling and the screaming. Well, I let Harold go up first to make sure he doesn't have any second thoughts. <laughs> Smart. All right, I'll head up the ladder. All right. Okay. And and you're talking to Millie the whole way mm-hmm. up the ladder, right? You're... She's helping you up and you're helping her up and you're arguing and <laughs> Bo, you're just kind of witnessing this, like this total clusterfuck of dysfunctional <laughs> relationship with a ghost. Right. So. All right. And so as you, we, as, we as you make, yeah, yeah, as you make your way up to the top and you turn and to the half blown open cabin, you see Phil standing over a body in the front in front of the horses and it's it's curled up in the dirt and it doesn't seem to be moving oh Harold phil has gone and killed another man yeah we hear the trombone (laughs) oh wait i forgot i killed a man too i can't can't did it again i can't take the high road on that one (laughs) is phil spreading the barbecue sauce and the marinade on him yet well, let's let's go see what kind of trouble he's got himself into. <laughs> I was going to one point was what point does Bo smell Bo and Harold smell the barbecue sauce and the giant jug of the Bantam bitch barbecue sauce oh, being spread on him? He was already eating. He was already eating when I got to him. <laughs> that, that part was a little grisly. <laughs> oh, God, do I see? Do I see them? Yeah, uh, no, you would have your, you would have your back to them because you're pretty focused on this guy, right? You said your last action was to tell him you you wanted to make sure he didn't shoot you. 
Well, and, and my, my, my goal was to try and staunch the bleeding and save him. Like, that oh, was my, okay. Yeah. All right. As um, soon as I see him, I'll say, Phil, Phil, we got out okay. What okay. The, You got but, that feller over there? Phil, what did uh, you do? So I'll turn around and I'll look at him and go, yeah, want some? Oh, no. <laughs> Okay. Mm, taste no, no, this is this is Michael's campaign. No. If you say it, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> What'd so, you do, uh, Phil? Yeah, Harold, Bo, what do you think about your cannibalistic Phil on top of this guy that he just shot? You don't know why he shot him. Yeah. Well, it, to be fair, I was close to shooting him too, so he, he I just was wasn't gonna eat him afterwards. I'm not. I'm not eating him. So I say I, I was. I was. I was. He was running for the horses. He wouldn't listen to reason. Uh, I, I. I. I had to stop him somehow, or we would have been stranded out of here. Is so he I, dead? I. I do hate to say this, but uh, Philip, that sounds reasonable. Is 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 he dead? I hope. I hope. Not. <laughs> well, aren't aren't you I mean, a doctor or something? Can't you? Well, I, do you not know? I would know if you're right there. Didn't you check? <laughs> I would. I would empirically hope he's still alive because I've been working on him, and I can. I can make rules for such a thing. Yeah, but, let's uh, see. The, let's see your medical role with your uh, Winchester gunshot. Okay, uh, so I got a fifty even. Uh, my medicine is seventy, so it's a regular success. This kind of brings me back to the beginning of the story. Do y'all remember when when Phil's fingers were deep in some man's chest? Yeah, yeah. remember? Oh this? yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's, he's having I don't a little how bit we of could a, forget that. Yeah, he's. <laughs> it was like yesterday. I'm trying to forget <laughs> it, but it just keeps coming back. Uh, so yeah, he's once again got his fingers inside this guy's chest, saying. I, I'm gonna get it this time, guys. I'm gonna get it. Really, I'm gonna save this one. You said his it was shoulder. Andy. Right, it was. It was yeah. Andy. Poor Andy. Yeah. Uh. So wait, it, but wasn't it? Didn't he shoot him in the back? Yes. So, so why is he digging the... in the chest? Because it went through. What's he digging for if it went through? I, you uh, ask. You ask uh, Phil why he has his fingers uh, in this guy's <laughs> chest. He didn't fuck the roll up. Uh, I can, hey, can you push rolls that you make to get them as a better success? Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah. But <laughs> you're welcome to please push your roll. All right. I got 70. I got to do pretty good. Anyways, all right. So I'll, uh, so I, I'm going to be working on his shoulder. I kind of got his shoulder propped back a little bit. That's, that that's not his shoulder. It went through his shoulder, right? It came out the front. Yeah, it came out like right through the chest. Oh. Yeah, all right. He's, he's okay. So, uh, so, so I mean, is he? Is he? Is he, is he and, uh, it's through and through, so you don't have to dig out the. Uh, yeah. The bullet. Then why is he reaching yeah. in there? It's just, <laughs> well, I mean, what's he reaching in for? So, so are you getting a snack? Is that what you're doing? Are you digging in there say, for a snack? Got me, mm. Are you gonna make some ceviche? <laughs> so is the guy awake? <laughs> No, he's passed out. He's unconscious. Keep in mind, he's scab-lipped. He's like blood-soaked under the eyes. (laughs) He has his finger in this guy's chest. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, me. To stop the bleeding. 
I'm I stopping thought, the bleeding. I thought you were talking about him, and in my mind, and, I went, "Boy, he looked really I, bad." Yeah, so I'll 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 keep my finger on the guy's pulse. You know, I'm no I'm no dummy. Uh, I got my finger in his chest, presumably to stop bleeding if there's something going on. And I'll yell to the guys, "I need a I need a I need a fire. I need to uh, cauterize uh, some." Uh, Oh, some bleeding, bleeding in here, <laughs> and uh, we need to get this guy on the horse and back to the city pronto. Okay, well wait, I can wait, start you a need, fire. You it need would a help fire. If I, yeah, it would help if I had a little bit of fu- flour to. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and then throw it up in the air, and then throw a match. No, I could, I could start a fire. There's plenty of kindling around here. Uh, now hold on a sec, Phil. Why do you need a fire for the guy you just shot? Are, 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 you, are you cooking it. something? No. <laughs> listen, listen. We, it's a win-win situation. All right. Okay. So we're, we're just we're just trying okay. to uh uh no, I'm trying to save this guy's life. I didn't want him to uh, run off. He didn't listen to reason, and uh you know, trying to do right by him now that I, you know, he happened to fall on a bullet. You need some uh, water. <laughs> There's a. Uh... <laughs> I assume there's a well around here somewhere. Yeah, one of those. There's a well. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, so I'd ask you, Bo, could you do you mind grabbing some water? Uh, or Harold, do you yeah, mind grabbing I'll, the water? I'll grab Bo? the water. Bo I'm can start the fire. fire. You start the fire, and if, I, if there's a piece of metal nearby, I could use the end of the rifle or something. But preferably, uh, if there's a knife inside or something I can use. I've got a knife. Yeah, I mean there was plenty of metal inside the the faux wood. Yeah, and I oh, assume there right. there was yeah. a bucket in the in the house too, right? Yeah. I can use to yeah, go grab plenty. water. All those all those supplies should be okay. handy. Perfect. So so we'll work on it, do something like that. Mm-hmm. All right. So. We'll we'll open up there next week. Um, I would oh, like shit. to close right back at the hospital for a moment, though. Okay. As uh, Doctor Aaron oh, Goodfellow boy. is walking forward with a there's a couple of hefty nurses hoisting Yocker up between them and uh he's he says uh yes uh florence i i have Yocker ready for you i believe you'll need your friend there the the large man with the funny eye i i think that if he could come forward and help these orderlies i will explain to you how to administer this medication to your friend of course. Oak Tree, would you mind helping me? I'm sorry to impose. It's no problem. That's what I do. I can get your uh, small friend over there and lift him up like a big old uh, big old watermelon and carry He's him wherever petite, you want. but very dense. And, I, <laughs> and, and my, my sort of half knocked out, I'm like, don't call me small. <laughs> and, and You're I was right. going to say he, he, take, he weighs like four watermelons. He is kind of kind of thick. And do you want to be hot or cold, Yocker? Oh, uh, cold. Okay. And so uh, you you feel you're you're freezing, and and you see you see this burly man. I mean, you're kind of got this fever dream going. You see this burly man with a mauled face coming towards you. Uh, and he's he's got this huge coat on in your mind and he says to you uh you're you're so cold here i'm gonna keep you warm 
and like it's not anything that that oak tree actually says it's just what you hear in your mind <laughs> and and you see you see in this kind of feverish dream uh, of an experience this this person talking to florence and you see him handling her uh this glass jar with pills you see him shake some out into his hand but uh, you don't see the pills. You see liquid pour out on over his hands and onto the floor. Florence, you see Dr. Goodfellow, of course, putting a couple of pills and pointing that he's going to need two of these twice a day in the morning and in the evening. Um, and there's a six-day supply, which should be enough to, to get him through any dire situations. Okay. And we'll we'll close there. Badoom. All right. Docker's alive. Yay. Yay. All right. That's that's gonna do it for us tonight. Um, you can find us on Twitter under the LIB. If you listen on audio and you want to see our faces, you can find us on YouTube. If you watch us on YouTube and you just want to hear the audio, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts and all that stuff. You can find on underthelibrary.com. So for myself, for Michael, for Scott, Rick, Wayne, Emily, and Chris, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time under the library. You should tell us a story about hitting puberty. While it's still still fresh in your mind. (laughs) Have you made it to 10 or 3 yet? It's time to change. (laughs) And then in about a month or so, his voice is going to be like this.